lovely Diana Ross. I'm coming out. Is she there? She's coming back. She's going. She's coming back. You Funny. love playing with that desk, love, don't you? It's, there is a phrase for it that I best not tell you. Yeah. It's, yes. Mm. Crashing it. Anyway. There she goes. <laughs> yes, I it's the All Out now. Radio Show. Do <laughs> All Out Radio here? Show here on uh, on All FM. With Murray and with, uh, with me, Claire. And she's still she's there. Still we missed the... Ow! Oh, can't, thank God. Can't right <laughs> change. Never mind. Hello. Yes, hello. Welcome. How are I'm you doing? Well, thank you. Who are you? How are you? Sorry, I'm just making sure I'm in the room. You've got a, you've got a cough? I do feel like I've, I've smoked 20 woodbines. You do? Well, you don't really, <laughs> no, do you? No, I don't really. <laughs> I, don't. Oh, I don't. I don't know what you're doing oh, in private life. Yes. So it's the All Out Radio Show here, <laughs> our lovely All FM here on this yes. Saturday morning. What a beautiful Saturday yes. morning. It is lovely. It'll rain later. I know it's, it's forecast for thunderstorms later on, isn't it? Well, there you go. Thanks. Sorry, there's weather. <laughs> there you go. Keep just it light and airy. You know, Urator. Fun. Um, okay, it's the LGBT show for Manchester and beyond. Have we got any LGBs or Ts on our show? Today? We have a number of LGBTs pluses. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Professor Julie Fish coming back uh, onto the show. She did research around. Uh, well, she was on our show in November, and uh, as a real life person, uh, no, she was on the phone. Doesn't exist. Uh, and she was doing research around cancer and LGBTs. I think it's. The, the research has come out as LGBT. It's all you ever gone about, really, now these I know, days. Isn't I know, I'm boring oh, about it. Well, but um, it's, in, yeah, it's important. It's, no, it's very, very important. I'm <laughs> time, a, I was just thinking this time last year. Out for the camp. Absolutely. Um, anyway. Well, look at you now. Yeah, I know. Very to go. Anyway, she's want, coming she on. Be quiet. Uh, after half twelve to discuss. Uh, what has happened with the research and the recommendations oh, she will be making. Cool. Okay. We've also got uh, Jack Sefiong on from uh, the Greater Manchester Fire and Rescue Service. I think that's the GMF, title. It's a, it's, 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 a very, it's a very big title. She'll, she'll put me straight later. GMFRS. It is. I, I was putting it on Facebook. GM, GMFRS. Okay. Anyway, they've got a, a big event coming up for Idaho Day, which is uh, in May. 17th okay. of May. Uh, Idaho Hobbit uh, Day. Now it's, it's yeah, got longer. It's like quilt bag, isn't it? It is. A quilt bit. bag. And uh, and before all of that, we have um, Rosie. Rosie. Is that me? Is it yeah. I allowed? <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to speak. I didn't think I was allowed on. Me, I'm sure. Yeah, go on. Uh, we've got Rosie Garland coming on. Uh, yeah. Just a quick phone call because she's doing an event at the uh, Burnage Library on Monday, so Thank she's going to come on and tell us about that. Great, gorgeous. So we're kind of full. Lots of things going yeah, on. Yeah, big show, big show. So uh, always at this time, we talk about birthdays. Do you know birthdays, of any birthdays? It is. It's the Queen's birthday today, and oh, uh, okay. I think it's her actual one. Yeah, it is our And then it's my friend Sean and um, someone else. Somebody, somebody else who's a really good Jane. mate. Who <laughs> 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 you haven't bought a present for. No, no. Facebook friends. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay, Jane and it's well. Anne's, Anne's birthday today, who's... Uh, Anne. Who's, yeah. Well, Who, actually, she's called she's Elizabeth a, Anne, after the Queen. She's got a box Anne. of names at home. She picks one out because that's yeah, my sister okay. today. Yeah. So anyway. should, we, should we play Rise Like a Phoenix? Yes, please. Go on then, hang on. I've not got to find a button. If you can find it, talk about yourself. Okay, is it it's not lost? Died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, learning everything. Oh. oh, and as always, Conchita Worst Rise Like a Phoenix, who had to come out as HIV positive this week due to um, blackmail. Um, we'll perhaps have a little read of that a bit later on. But first of all, straight away on the phone line to oh, to a very windy high peak. <laughs> come in, Rosie. Are you there? I'm here, darling, yes. Hello, you are now live on the radio. It's windy, it's not me. It's been halfway up a hill just outside New Mills. Outside New Mills? And what are you doing out there? 
Um, I'm getting a couple of days writing in with um, a gorgeous writing friend, and um, we couldn't have asked for better weather, really, considering it normally chucks it down. No, it is pretty beautiful today, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent stuff. Lovely. So I've, I've said in a surprise. <laughs> well, it is. We are completely surprised by it. We were like completely made up, and then we'll be surprised again when it rains later. So, but anyway, less of my. Uh, I should have been a weather girl. Um, you, you've come in on you, just. You, you, you've got the hair, darling. I have indeed, uh, and the fake. Not time. this morning, here. <laughs> oh, you are here. <laughs> Never Hello, mind. Rosie Garland. Hello, darling. You've got you've got an event coming up on Monday. I have. Tell us all about it's, it. Right, um, it's Burnage Library, and um, they're putting on an open mic event, and um, they've got me as a guest, and it's the very first time they've done this. So uh, obviously, they're wanting lots and lots of people to come and make it a success, so that they can do some more. Brilliant. Is there a particular group that are doing this? Is it within um, the library? It's the. It's. I mean, Burnish Library is one of those fabulous places that's essentially run by volunteers. It's run by the community for the community, and um, they're really interested in putting on a, a wide variety of events to bring people in. And um, I think they call it the um, Burnish Community Hub, as well as being Burnish Library. So it's on Burnish Lane. And I think I've said Burnage four times. I think you have. Yes, I, think, I think we know where it is. I think it's in Burnage. Yeah, definitely it's sounds like it's in Burnage. Is it? Um, I have to say, my sister is a volunteer there, so um, so it is run by volunteers, and they're all brilliant. But there is quite well, there um, you go exactly. But there is quite a good group of poets who work out of there as well. I think. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting them in person. Good. And is there a particular piece of work that you'll be discussing or reading out while you're there? Um, do you know, um, I've got some new stuff that I have never read out before, and um, it's always exciting to try new things. Indeed. Can you uh, tell us a little, you obviously don't have to read it out, eh? well, tell us a little, give us a flavour of what it's about or anything like that at all? Um, well, it's like no surprises from me. It's going to be um, something... I'm going to be celebrating people who jump over the gate, jump over the fence, and who go um, wandering off into wide blue yonders. Oh, sounds very nice, doesn't it? Can you imagine? We'd love to do that today. <laughs> I'm stuck in this studio. It says, it says with, with added wind effects in the background for wide with open spaces. With added wind effects in the background. I could, I could break into um, sort of like a Kate Bush number one, <laughs> but I probably won't. <laughs> Can I just say, is it all going to be poetry from you? Are you going to read oh, anything from your buttons. from your from your books or you know I might do a snippet from my uh, plug alert uh, new novel which is out in paperback on the 3rd of May I may have some sneak advance copies um, which you will sign plug alert. and uh, the new novel's called The Night Brother yes. and it's set in Manchester and it is about family secrets and uh, the discovery of the truth behind them. Fantastic. Oh, yes, I think we all know a little bit about that. Then. So we what, might do. Yes. Yeah, so what time is it on, on Monday in Burnage at Burnage Library? It starts at 7.15 in Burnage at Burnage Library. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, we need to get you back in to discuss uh, more of your work and your new work, obviously, if you've been writing uh, for reading. a couple of days. Um, I so would absolutely love to. That's fine. Fantastic. We'll pick on you soon. Brilliant stuff. And can I just, before you go, what were you doing on the way to Limoges that day? What was I doing on the way to Limoges? On the way to Limoges. Uh, my, my lovely, my lovely partner, Ali Fell, has um, got a graphic novel out um, with a French publisher called Paquette and a Dutch publisher called Dark Dragon. And they are being utterly gorgeous. And um, 
doing lots of signing events over in France and in Belgium and in Holland. Excellent. It was a surprise to see you at the airport. Right. <laughs> I know. Excellent. So thank you, Rosie, for taking the time out to come and speak to us today. We'll let you I wander back down your hill and we'll see you in a few weeks' time. Have a great gig. We'll do. Cheers, Take love. Bye. Bye. John Paul Young, Love is in the Air. Something like 1978. Something like Summers that. Summers were always better, weren't they, in the 70s and the 80s. And I was going, I must play some summer songs today. And I'm, I've got here, like, Aztec camera coming up. Lovely. Love that. Song. Can't wait. Uh, but thanks to, uh, to Rosie Gold. Your hearing aid turned up again. There's a whistle. Who was. Uh, <laughs> Who was talking to us from uh, lovely from, from it, with added? I didn't think she left a bedroom. She just added some sound effects on in the background. Sounds like Wuthering Heights in the background. <laughs> Out in the way. I know. Anyway, she's on a <clears throat> Bernie's Library this uh, this Monday coming Monday uh, at seven fifteen. So New come novel. And see her. We'll we'll probably have copies. Yeah, I'm liking that. It's clever. Clever technique. Indeed, so she's fab. So I hope she's coming But soon. now we have uh, a special guest in. A and it's uh, Yeah, a, ja- a, a I was going to say, A, it's Jack Seffion. Thank you very much for being Hi. here. Now, Hi. I'm saying you're from the fire service, but I think it's yes. got a bigger title than that. What is it? Well, a long title now, because we've moved now. Now we're a part of the Combined Authority, so it's Great Manchester Combined Authority, Great Manchester Fire and Rescue Service. Right. That's, That's a, a long time, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's kind of recognising the way we tupied over to the Combined Authority in May last year. Oh, so it's okay. coming to our first year anniversary. Ah. It is. It's all since mm. the, we got our mayor. That's right. He's our new boss now. I don't suppose I can, I can then go, oh, how are you finding that really, can I? Because you love him. Absolutely. The changes <laughs> are just starting to kick in, I think, for us operational staff out there on our stations we're just starting though you know that look at the changes and see andy as our new kind of big boss in greater manchester and what changes are, are coming uh, i think because there's other departments that have joined us as well so we we're 1800 staff as a fire service and now as part of that combined authority there's other departments that have joined us as well across greater manchester so the idea for that before i would do politics the idea of that is to basically be more cross-working across the area Absolutely. and have a whole more yes. unitary authority, a bit like look that there, London place. Yes, yeah, so we're a larger family now across yeah. Greater Manchester. Part of the Northern Powerhouse. Absolutely. And all that. Excellent yes. stuff. Thank <laughs> now, you for that. Originally, um, Do go out and I got, I got yes. you in because you're doing an event yes. uh, for I- Idaho Day, Idaho Hobbit Day, Idaho or Hobbit. whatever, yes. Yes. which is uh, the day. Whatever we're calling it this year. Yes. Exactly, yes. Uh, which is in May. Yes. Um, and is this a big thing for the fire service, which I'm going to just say? Yeah, well, I, I'm really excited because um, it's the first time ever that we've held an Ida Hobbit Day for fire service in Greater Manchester. And um, it's for our employees and volunteers. Um, we have a small staff network, LGBT plus staff network now, uh, which I chair. Yeah. Um, Has that been in operation for a while? or Very, very new. Very new yep. Probably about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited that it's growing. Um, we used to be called Let's Get Visible when we launched it, and so now we're proud to be visible. So actually, we are developing that network um, across employees, right across the Combined Authority family. Um, and as you can see, really, we're a uniformed organisation, so being out and proud um, wasn't on the kind of front line, really, as an organisation. So I joined six years ago and thought, right, what, what's out there for me? Right. Um, so we started putting things in place to kind of be out and proud, what kind of programmes to support our staff and volunteers. Because there's often been um, 
a fire engine going through pride marches and Absolutely. that. Is it a pink one? Yes, it's yeah. not. That's Cheshire's. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> Cheshire, Cheshire who? Cheshire would like that. Sister Fire Service, which yeah. we adore. Oh, there you go. Um, working oh, we a have lot to say that. We have to say that. Um, we have we'll got a gossip. beautiful pride parade. Um, it's glittered. It's red and black, Ooh. but it's it's got glitter cascading right across the appliance and it has a PA system and a stage and it blows bubbles and smoke. It's fantastic. Some people are going to say, shouldn't you be out selling fires out Absolutely. rather than parading in parades yeah. like that? Absolutely. So what is the, why do you do it yeah. as an organisation? Well, obviously, our first and foremost is emergency response and looking after the people of Greater Manchester. But we also want to engage our communities because it's like, come and work for us. Look at who we are as an organisation. We employ approximately 1,800, 2,000 staff and we're always looking for other opportunities to engage our local communities. We're there for you in your communities, so come and work within your community for the fire service. I suppose it's quite handy for staff if they haven't been out in the past. Yes. That it's, you know, you can you can come out, it's, you're not going to be criticised, you're not going to get yeah. hell or whatever, you know. I just think it's, so it's, it's quite interesting, it's quite, it's so new in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it has, um, I've revived something that we used to call prism mm-hmm. within the fire service. There was a small staff network um, and when I thought, well, let's have a look at that. So this is like a revival um, about coming out, being proud um, and engaging our communities and not just for Manchester Pride Parade because... We've always supported that and always will. Mm -hmm. But now with localism, we want to get out there in all the other prides in our local areas. I think Levenshire had their first pride, I think, last year. We were going going through on another show. There's absolutely loads in the Great Manchester. Well, I've got nine on our schedule to have the Great Manchester. Manchester This summer? We completed nine last year. Wow. Um, As a staff network, we want to see them all. Come on, top ten now. We wanted to go to Bury the other week. Bury the 7th of April was our first to kick-start the season. Yeah, in one. Salford Pink in the Park. Salford, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to help you out because he's dead. Withinshaw, Withinshaw. We was yeah. at Withinshaw as well last year. Stockport, 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 Oldham. I will be all over on all twenty eighth of April. It's the twelfth year this year. Because oh, yeah. I can't find it's it on fabulous. Facebook. Though. I was right. like, so and it wasn't on the well, international it's under ones. Rainbow Association. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're yeah. the host um, because. I'm a community safety manager, and my area is Berry Old and Rochdale. So ah. in my day job, they're the local authorities and boroughs that I look after um, to do with prevention activity. So we know about Berry Pride and Oldham Pride. Absolutely. So what I'll do, I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about the yes. rest <laughs> while, while we play the track. I'm going to play, because you, you reminded me, Olivia Newton-John, physical. Yes. <laughs> I know you're going to... I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the whole thing... You can't see this, obviously. You're listening, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, and, uh, I'm easily pleased. Yeah, Murray just loves, uh, you know, down in the faders and then putting oh, them back, them back again. again. <laughs> look, what's just, look what's just started on the next track. Hang on. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. No, it's right, it's turn off. <laughs> anyway, right, there you go. Uh, that was Olivia Newton. John, let's get physical. Uh, you're listening to the All Out Radio Show here on All Out M with Murray and with me, Claire, and uh, with our special guest, 
Jack Sepiong, who I have known for a number of years. We just talked yeah, about that. We just discovered yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Jack was a, was a youth worker. Where, where was all this happening? Um, I started youth work um, with our, um, the MMU, which was the Manchester Polytechnic mm-hmm. then many years oh, ago. Yeah. yeah, the Poly. And I did my youth and community work course in Didsbury. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. And, and they did pretty well. Clause 28 and Section 28 was Absolutely. all happening, so as well as... Um, Rights for, around immigration, so virage mendies. Oh, yeah, right. so in yeah. huge church. Was very yeah. political yeah. in them Sanctuary. days, and I wanted to save the world. And um, <laughs> it's I, what happened. I, I, I went that. to watch one of Claire's shows, and that was it. <laughs> oh, I was really? just smitten. And that's oh, all. Yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. There's a, there's he, a bucket. He, he, he never comes to shows in America because he no. just thinks, oh no, I'm so no. dull. I have um, to see her once a fortnight. You know, at least I get that for free. You know, my time to pay. But you're still fighting. You're still pushing boundaries. Yes. With the LGBT good link group um, thank you very much <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> please don't say that are you <laughs> well, with, well with, with the yeah with the group that you're working with yes. in, the, in the fire yeah. service and I think there's transferable skills youth and community work skills are amazing you can we have all transferred them mm-hmm. because of the changes in youth services across the country you know they've changed they've gone yeah and um, so we've had to survive as youth workers and what we've done is taken our skills out into other sectors whether it's public whether it's private and whether it's third sector which is still a really important sector which i support wholeheartedly mm-hmm. um so bringing those skills to the organisation it was looking like what what is out there uh, for the workforce to bring your whole self to work and as a uniformed organisation so do you wear a uniform I do wear a a uniform on occasion I am not a firefighter I'm a prevention manager so you've never I don't but I can I can borrow one I I should have brought a uniform today actually (laughs) I, sh- I should have got you both dressed up today, shouldn't I? Really, I to have, play the part. I have worn a fireman's outfit. Yeah, because uh, uh, I used to do a, used to work on Windsor FM, the sister ah, station, right, yes. and there was a fire prevention show on a yeah. on a fantastic Tuesday at three or something. Yes. And he once brought in a number of young firefighter firemen yes. who were just training. Yes, firefighters <laughs> now. Let's not stereotype. I mean, We've got women as well. I was just, I was just <laughs> defining them because yeah. it, was, it was a moment in my yes. life. I, I, had to, I had to remotely keep breaking things in the studio so I could keep going in and helping them out. It was lovely. Yes, and yeah. they were, they were we want to take our appliances out to, <laughs> yeah, to do community <laughs> engagement. Um, we digress because yes. we keep talking to somebody at the door. Unless he's leaving the building, oh, this happens fantastic. all the time. You know, the stereotypes <laughs> of our firefighters. Yeah. You know, and um, which is wonderful because that if that gets us to get out there to engage mm-hmm. in our communities, then then we'll use that yeah. to, um, to our benefit. So, so with the group. Um, it started a few years ago yes. it's developing all the time what yes. are the issues that you think you're looking at the most I think for me um, it's about telling the workforce and our volunteers that it's okay to be gay Yeah, it's okay to bring your whole self to work um, you know if you come and bring your whole self to work you're far more productive you're happier you know talk about your family talk mm-hmm. about what you did at the weekend um, we've just um, done a fantastic um, interventions with our staff around mental health issues because again you know there's a large stereotype about you're a big hero you save lives well, you do. you've got to kind of retain that and, and, and sometimes telling people around how you're feeling after a traumatic experience yeah, yeah. it's really hard for some of our staff so we want to look after their health and well-being because mm-hmm. if they're healthy and happy then they can support our, our communities more. Yeah. So that's the forefront of um, bring your whole self to work every day, 
um, with whatever you do and talk about your issues if you've got anything if you need to a lending ear then we're there as a big family really within fire so do you have um do you have uh, many in the group or is it you know yeah, a small it's fantastic group that because it's a lesbian, well. gay, bisexual, trans, and allies group. Right. We have about yeah. thirty members, right. and this year, what I'm going to be working on as chair of the LGBT staff network is about promoting more allies to come and support the work. Um, it'd be fantastic if you're out and you're gay, but you don't have to be. It's yeah. about being an ally. It's about making sure that we're visible and and that you're a visible champion so that people can talk to you. We're a large family right across Greater Manchester. Mm-hmm. Some of those workers could be quite isolated out on their watches, on stations. So we want ambassadors right across our stations so they can be a lending ear, a shoulder to lean on, to cry on, mm-hmm. um, at a local level. So yeah. and that's what we're working on this year, is really promoting and strengthening our allies. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. I'm just going to put a track on our back. I went and oh, yeah. the door. We, we you, heard you come back. The did door you? was slamming. <laughs> this is me. Is that the end? That's from The Greatest Showman. I've not, still not seen that yet. Me neither. Uh, this is me, in case you weren't certain of what the title that one was. Excellent stuff. So we and that's are, him, Murray. I, I'm Murray. And this is, well, that's Claire. <laughs> I'm Jax. Hey! <laughs> See, look, radio trading goes a long way. Uh, from the combined authority, what's the full? Because I've Greater just got Manchester just fire combined authority, oh, GMFRS. From the fire station. From the fire station. Um, from the f- local fire service, which is, well, you know, they've been long, around a long time now in the fire service, but all, you know, we're just talking about the different roles that have come into play mm. and the different elements that are now, and it's, it's yes. I suppose it's a lot less about firefighting isn't it these days than it well, was I mean firefighting is still at the forefront yeah. as well as attending road traffic collisions as well as water safety look at this beautiful weather so our big key message now is water safety don't really go cold. and get party and go swimming in the reservoirs or canals that's a no no yeah. you know go to a supervised organised beautiful leisure centre we've got lots of them across Greater Manchester but as well as talking about roles, oh, um, oh, she's got she's I've got, got three gifts here. Um, we've got these beautiful new gift cards, and it's proud to be visible. Come and join us. Okay. And it, there's details on the back. So, and it's not just about being a firefighter. You can work for the community safety team that I work for. Um, we've got apprenticeship schemes. Oh, now you're we've talking. We've got fantastic youth engagement activities yeah. starting at 14 for cadets. We have some wonderful Princess Trust schemes for um, 16 to 25-year-olds. So these are just anyone in the community? This is not people who are working for you, is it? We have full-time workers that we've got Princess Trust managers, we've got youth engagement managers, we have apprenticeship schemes, so we have apprenticeship managers. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of hive of activity behind the scenes and we're all called support staff. So we support that kind of educational activity to keep our communities safe. And what kind of educational activities would that involve, do you think? Well, one of the what? biggest ones is our safe and well. Uh, our safe and well visits is where we go over the doorstep in someone's home and actually have a chat to you about your fire risk, um, about your escape plans, about your activity in the home. So if you like a little tipple and you're also a smoker, we'll chat to you uh, about that. Mm. I don't know why she was looking at me. Yeah, yeah. I know. Nothing. You know. <laughs> so I shouldn't be sat up in the wincy at ninety on in me in me um, eider down and smoking in, bed. smoking in bed. <laughs> no smoking in with bed with me candle. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so we talk to people about that, and we really want to get across all our communities, and we want people to feel comfortable about us coming into your home. 
So if you're LGBT+, plus, you know, it's okay. We're there now. We're on your side. So you can leave your visible photographs or your magazines or whatever paraphernalia you can do to fit. Um, you don't have to worry about our home visits, what? you know. <laughs> the mind bubble. Absolutely. What, anything you care to tell us that you've seen on these visits now? We've what? seen a lot have of highlights really? of activity I'd and be, occupation. I'd be mortified. And some of it is risky to fire. Even if I'm the bin, I'm mortified, really. Absolutely. So especially, you know, if someone's a smoker, um, we really want to look at where they do smoke. Our advice is smoke outside. A lot more people do, though, these days, though, don't they? Absolutely. But I imagine still people can it's my house yeah. or smoking And then indoors. there's e-cigs. So, again, it's uh, where yeah. you're charging all your fantastic electrical appliances. You know, don't overload your plug sockets. Um, we used to have, do you remember drawings in school? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm different age to all these people but these be the, the, they'll be saying I did it on chalk slate you know yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I mean, before Claire had electric so there was like but these, the, these just winding might up have been a lot safer then no but then it would have been a lot of candles well, it you, had, you had one in the room didn't you but you used to have those drawings of what's all the hazards and there was like four things stuffed into it and those little multi-blocks used to just stick in the wall you don't yeah. see them anymore do you? No. you used to have to identify the 12 different things in the room didn't you for fire safety do you think people are less aware for all the information that we have mm. the internet and everything do you think people just don't I just think, think it's about much? complacency right. I think you never think it's going to happen to you until it does and then you've got all the trauma after that so we're really trying to increase that awareness about well don't ever let it happen you know we, we've we've seen some horrific stories haven't we nationally mm. about fire recently yeah and it's about trying to make sure um we increase awareness really think about your safety it's about fire but it's also being secure in your home and in your environment um, so we'll share those key messages during a safe and well um, and we want to get out and we've got some fantastic materials I've got some great gifts for you today oh great. Oh, oh, great. Oh, oh, oh great oh look at this the first oh, thing is our marvelous. special fire service pen because oh, that fire red and pens. red Absolutely fire service pen pens. that is gorgeous thank you very much it's got the uh, yeah it's got call, who to call yes yeah. which is our 0800 number yes any advice, information, or to book an appointment, just phone the 0800 555 815 number. So don't dial that other one just to ask you a quick question then. That main That's number. That's the yes. number your phone is, the 0800 <laughs> yeah. number. Excellent stuff. And, and, and it says, smoke alarm, save lives. I'm just going to say that and hit the mic with where it. Does that, is there a that, giant call yeah, centre or something? Yeah, that goes to our call centre, yeah. and there's someone there 9 o'clock in the morning until 7 in the evening. So it's not a 24-7, it's not yeah. a 999 call. It's for advice and information and to arrange appointments for a safe and well visit. Okay, cool. So brilliant okay. stuff. Definitely do that. Brilliant. Should we have a track? We'll have before a track. Yeah, we'll sure find more. I've got, got a real special gift for, for Claire in a minute. So. Yes, look at me. Gift for Claire. <laughs> yes. Well, we won't be coming back for that then. <laughs> right, so it's a lovely, right? lovely, lovely, no, it's a lovely day. Um, and one of the favourite tracks for, I always play when it's somewhere, Aztec Camera, Somewhere in My Heart, he says... Oh, go on, press that button there. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in my heart, Aztec Camera here on the lovely All Out Radio Show. Right, on All FM. Just discussing the worm that turned on the two Ronnies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as you do. I know, off air, this is a really good show. It's a really good show. <laughs> we save the bad bits for you, love. Yeah, yeah. So, Apart from our brilliant guest, who yes, is uh, Jack Zephyong from the very long titled Fire Service, uh, Greater Manchester. Uh, honestly, you've been fantastic. So tell us, you are doing this Ida, Ida Hobbit Day. Yes. International yes, Day Against, yes. oh, day against Homophobia, Biophobia and Transphobia. Trans- fantastic. And on that Just day... hate day. 
anti-hate day anti-homophobia yeah. day absolutely yeah. and this is a first this is a first for our staff network we're hosting right. the event for the rest of our employees and volunteers okay. for the day what's going to happen and we're going to kick start the day uh, by raising the rainbow flag um, not just at our training centre in Manchester but across the whole um, of the fire service all stations will be raising their rainbow flag on Brilliant. the 17th of May that is in the visible, morning absolutely yeah. and we have done that for several years you know so we do that but what's different this year is then we're going to have a fantastic day of activity mm-hmm. with, and we've got some special guests, mm-hmm. including yourself, Claire, oh, which me. is amazing. I'm on, I'm uh, you're going to kickstart our events after we've done the I flag raising ceremony. Which looking is looking forward to it, really looking forward to it. I'm sure I've got a great. skill I can stand on a stage with. No. So someone asked me. <laughs> have, a th- have a think about <laughs> it. When, when you've got yeah. a package ready, come and chat to me about it. <laughs> send, send all your stuff over this side. Oh, put down, is there? <laughs> no. right, is it, is go it? away, Murray. Yes. So, so you've got that day. Who's yes. invited to it? Well, we've got Cheshire Fire, who yeah. again is our fantastic uh, sister fire service. Um, they've got a great inclusivity manager um, called Melanie McHocknall. Um, and she's a guest speaker. We've also got the Bolton LGBT Partnership um, coming to have a chat with us, and we've got the Berry LGBT Employee Group coming to chat to us well, about they've, what they're award-winning. So, which is fabulous. Yes, yeah, Stonewall, Stonewall, indeed. Which, well, um, you will be at this rate. Well, we're an integral partner with Stonewall, and yeah. they've supported us behind the scenes now for at least the last three years. They've Excellent. been amazing. Um, we've also got um, someone from Biforia coming to do a workshop. And someone from Trans um, Trans Forum mm-hmm. Manchester coming to do a workshop. Is it Jen from Biforia? It's Jen. Oh, yes. oh we love Jen. He's a yes. friend of the show. Just been confirmed on this morning. I'm so excited. Oh, Can I just say stuff. MBE? MBE. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's, so she's brought, she's brought in her MBE yeah. in the we've, past. We've polished our yeah. MBE. Yeah, we yeah. Have. I think yeah. it's fantastic. We've got a great, we've got a great story. Because we put out and really wasn't sure because it's such a busy day, isn't it? Right, you know, national day. Yeah. Who's going to come and support us? And we've got some great support, and we've got some great guest speakers for the day. Excellent. So this is only open to employees. It's so all, all, yeah. Because so no it's one our be first turning up event. from it's, round it's here. It's for staff and volunteers. But one okay. of the biggest things we're doing, and this is the gift I was talking about that I'd like to give to Claire. Doing it's not even physical. <laughs> no, no. I've had it hidden. Mm. Is good. Please, it's staff, not for me then. We're going to get staff to sign, sign a count me in pledge during oh. the day so that we get all our allies signed up and LGBT staff to actually champion uh, the cause the cause for LGBT communities and once they've signed this wonderful pledge they get one of our beautiful oh. rainbow oh, look fire at that. service badges and this is our inclusivity badge and oh. I'd like to present that Thank to Claire Thank you so much I'm going to put, I'm gonna put that on Can you and see? The Can precious yeah, It's got bottom lip I, go I in do there. apologise Oh that is fantastic yeah, you can have a look. I'll put one in the post. <laughs> that's weird. That's, that's really nice. Nice. But that is like the shield. I'm almost, actually well jealous. It's beautiful. It's Honestly, <laughs> lots of people really want to sign our pledge because they get one of those well, beautiful inclusive Absolutely wonderful. Thank it you is. so much. It's Thank a really you. nice little badge. Well, it's yeah. beautiful. When you say little, actually, it's really yeah. quite large. Yeah. So it's your crest, the fire service crest, is the crest, with a beautiful rainbow flag variation coming yes. out of it, like a bit like a rosette type thing. Yes, absolutely. Really, and it's. You know, it's beautiful. Well, I've been wearing that. It's I'll be wearing about that on the being proud well. and visible. And yeah. we'll see, and that's a you, big part. You've of kind of my touched campaign. on before, but what benefit does that have to everybody if they're out and visible at work? I think for me, it means that people trust us more. 
people know that we're there for them. We want to be there for everybody in our communities, and that's also some of the communities out there that think actually fire's not for us. You know, they're interested in other people over there. We're not. We're interested in everybody, um, and including I think is it over two hundred thousand LGBT people that have out that we're aware of in Greater Manchester. Just in Manchester. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, about the largest borough. It's as big as Rochdale Borough, I think, mm-hmm. isn't it? So we want to say we're there for you as well as for everybody else brilliant stuff brilliant. absolutely top you've been a great great guest thank you um, do you just want to give your um your final safety? links and plugs yes final final links and and plugs. well if for a safe and well um phone 0800 555 815 number if you want to find out about our um employment pathway and um, go to our uh, manchester fire uh, tweet or manchesterfire.gov uk for more information stunning brilliant uh, stuff absolutely great to see you again thank you. you for it's ages been fantastic. But it's been thank you very much brilliant thank you so much i'm going to play a track for william okay this is it, one of our listeners this one, it is our listener <laughs> uh, this is for you william oh hang on before go, we go, 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 go on, get say hello. before i go I, I have got to say uh, um a big up for my beautiful wife burn oh. who's recording the show recording the show she got cassette and two fingers on one thing beautiful daughters Anne and Bryony who we love dearly who will be so excited that i'm on the radio today brilliant thank you so much well thanks for listening guys yeah, I'm lost now. And thank, you, so and thank you to Jack. And say, this is We Built This City for, uh, for William. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Thanks. Well, I know. I know, I know it's gorgeous weather, but it may be like that later. No, apparently there's warnings for thunderstorms okay. later. Flowers in the rain, by the I should have, I'm in the wrong job. <laughs> I could have predicted a, 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 what they call it. What was that big wind we had in 1987? <laughs> a hurricane. That's the one I could have predicted one of them. No, you're all right, Mrs McGinn's. There's nothing coming there, love. Oh. But, uh, you listen to the All Out Radio Show here on Windy. All FM with me and with Marie Hello. over there. I'm o- I am over here now. Know, you don't know, know that, but I'm over here. Like, yeah. It's okay. really weird. I'm not now currently in charge of the, of the box. <laughs> right, I'll just bring your mic down. Exactly. <laughs> um, huge thanks to Jax. She was Jax Effion, Yeah, How from good was uh, Fire Jax? Service. Wasn't she great? First time she'd been on radio. Unbelievable. Indeed. And great to see her again. Disappointed she so, only brought one badge. Yeah, it's a nice badge, isn't it's it? lovely badge. And it is huge. Oh, it's lost. <laughs> It's humongous. I'm trying to. It's two inches across. It is. It's very big, isn't it? But it's like a shield. It is really lovely. So, well, can we uh, stuff so it on a share? Okay, we'll take it in two. You can wear it for now. Okay, <laughs> during, have, during the show, I get to have, wear the badge. You can have five minutes. Oh, Don't be going time. home with it. Oh, well oh, done for being able to see how to open it. I know, I can't. You look past me glasses off. <laughs> I can't actually see the pin. Oh, I can't either. Can he? Can he? Yeah, he's got his glasses. Welcome to the radio world. Yeah, he's about to put his little brooch on. That is mine. That is mine. Can't get me glasses off. Coming up after half twelve, we have Professor Julie Fish from Monfort University, who's going to be talking about her research. Uh, around cancer and LGB people. No, it is done it. Done it. Uh, okay, you okay? Um, oh, yeah, got it. So we'll see how successful she feels oh, that's been. And oh, what a catch, re- catch me nipple through a the T-shirt. <laughs> Why is the blood down? Oh, I caught me nipple there you on go. this He's badge. putting it on his... <laughs> yes, he's going to say at some point, oh, no, he's having a few problems. <laughs> I can't even get... Ow! I've just stabbed myself. <laughs> Ow! 
Anyway, talking about health and safety. <laughs> the man cannot no, I put, can't on. put a badge on a t-shirt. Where are you going with it's it? It's too floppy. Look. Okay. It's one of those horrible pins. Right? It's not a horrible pin. It's lovely. I'm Thanks, Jack. I get set to see me now. I'm stabbing myself well, with yeah, this badge. From stealing somebody's badge. Stealing somebody's badge. Right. Anyway, it's uh, oh there you go. It suits you. Nearly. Well, because with my lovely wine-coloured T-shirt. Yeah. If only this was TV, it you'd recognise yeah. how wonderful it, Just how wonderful yeah. it is. It's bigger than a blue pizza badge. Massive. It's massive. Oh, yeah, he's nearly it's really, there. I can't, because I can't how see. Long take, how long does it take you? I can't, I can't do it. To get out. Oh, there you go. So he hasn't put the badge on. It's mine. <laughs> Never liked forget. it. Anyway, it's a horrible badge. <laughs> Didn't want it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, so she'll be coming on right, go on then. Uh, a yes. bit later on. Do you, um, uh, do you have any, any LGBT news? <laughs> she says, you can hear, she, because what's happened is, I'm not in next show, so we've, uh, normally I press the buttons and move the fadery things, so Claire's having a go, and you can hear the panic in her voice, yeah. so she doesn't know what to do next. I do know what to do next. In fact, <laughs> I'm, do you know no, 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 I'm not, you don't have, you, no, you're not, not going to say anything. Not you can happy, have a I'm look at some charged. LGBT news. I've got some. While I, have you got some? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. I won't play the track. I mentioned before. What track are you going to play it? I'm going to play uh, Heather Small. Absolutely. Brilliant stuff. Right. So, uh, I mentioned earlier on, because we play Conchita, of course, early on, and it's Eurovision in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So, we'll do a couple of Eurovision tracks in a a couple of minutes. Great. Because you're going to take over. You're going to come back. I'm going to go back and get back in charge. I can't. In charge. (laughs) Not that we're some kind of 70s couple where the husband does all the driving <laughs> George and Mildred uh, yes uh, yes never mind uh, I think I'm more Mildred than you're more George so Austrian drag icon Conchita Wurst has opened up about living with HIV to thwart alleged attempts to expose her status publicly mm-hmm. um, so there's always been a bit of a stigma around HIV um, and of course back in the 80s and all that it was a death sentence and and there's still ramifications of that isn't that people think HIV is a it's a dirty disease and it you're going to die and it's something to be ashamed of still that amount of stigma you know I mean, we still have World AIDS Day and I think we still need it because yeah. of the, the amount of stigma that goes on so um, but, but people, people don't then try and blackmail you for having diabetes do they and it's a similar no, yeah, like, exactly. you know yeah, the way exactly. that you can live with it and deal with the condition it's, it's the same yeah. as diabetes yeah. really so people have obviously kept it secret in the past because of um stigma that they faced and one of those people was Conchita mm-hmm. so one of her ex-boyfriends then went well I'm gonna you're gonna uh, pay me loads of money or I'm gonna tell the papers so in a black uh, blackmail attempt so um, Conchita whose real name is Tom Newworth uh, spoke for the first time on Monday about their HIV status in an emotional German language Instagram post obviously me is my German I'll just translate this as we oh, go my. I have been HIV positive for many years you see I'm really good at translating German yes. this is actually irrelevant to the public but an ex-boyfriend has threatened to go public with this private information and I will not give anyone the right to frighten me and influence my life in the future scrolls down I'm just translating as we go. Yes, yeah. Um, You're doing very well. I know. I have been in medical treatment since I was diagnosed, and for many years my viral load has been under the detection limit, so I'm not able to pass on the virus. I did not want to go public with it for a couple of reasons, two of which I will mention here. The most important one was my family, who have known and supported me unconditionally since day one. I would have gladly spared you the attention of the HIV status of your son, grandson and brother. Likewise, my friends have been aware of this for quite some time and are dealing with it in the non-judgmental way that I hope uh, everyone else will. Secondly, it is information that I believe is mainly relevant to those people with whom I have sexual contact. However, coming out is better than being outed by a third party. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and that kind of goes back to uh, Jack's before, really, isn't it? It's, you know, the ability to be yourself yeah. um, brings you better to your work and deal. you can deal with other people around it better Absolutely. if you're not having to hide these things. How, well, how, how shocking that someone wants to blackmail you. I mean, yeah. what, a, what, a sad, what a sad bloke he is. Yeah, I hope to build up courage and take another step against the stigmatisation of people who have been infected, uh, become infected by HIV, either through their own behaviour or through no fault of their own. To my fans, the information about my HIV status may be new to you, but my status is not. I'm happy and healthy and I'm stronger, more motivated and liberated than ever. Thank you for your support. So what have you done today to make you feel proud? Where is she now? Heather Small. Oh, well, I think she's still doing loads, isn't she? Is she? Yeah, she's still... You see her face every so You can imagine her being a neighbour of hers and she's singing, doing washing up. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, just this image of. She used to live in Presswich, didn't she? Did yeah. she? That's all. Mm. Don't know. And people. Marvellous. And before that, we're talking about uh, Conchita and Eurovision. Yes. And in... It's three weeks away, isn't it, is Eurovision. OK. Um... But we're not. Well, I'm not going to be here, so you can't have access to to Patrick. Uh, okay. We might try and get one afterwards. I don't know if he's going this year. It's in it's in Europe in Europe. Yeah, we if, could do a retro, couldn't we? Yeah, we could, could do it in Europe. Mind, it's in Europe. Mind you, it could be in it could Australia. Be Australia yeah, exactly. It, it's in Lisbon in Portugal. Ah, uh, oh, that's nice. Isn't it? It? it will be quite nice. Yeah, better than some of the places it's did been Portugal to. Portugal win last year, then? No. Yes, of course they did. That's how it works. I know it does. I know it does. I, I'm like so, so behind. Know, I can yeah. never remember from yeah, one year to the next. Very, very um, tall, wiry man right. singing a very kind of strange little love song thing. Okay. Was it good? I've heard okay, better. Okay, then. Was, it wasn't Bucks Fizz. It wasn't Conchita. It wasn't Conchita, <laughs> which is still 20 years after the event. We're still playing it every Yay. show. So, yes. So, these, please, I'm just looking. I'm on ESC today, which is some kind of European Eurovision, Eurovision Centre. It's kind of the central place for Eurovision news. ESCtoday.com. Must be okay. Eurovision Song Contest Today. There you go. Com. Uh, and I'm reading through that. These, no, it's almost upon us. It's quite a long show. We just think it's that Saturday night. Then it grew and you've got Tuesday and Thursday oh, you get for the this, thing. Yeah. yeah. But semi-finals. 29th of April, rehearsals begin. It's two weeks beforehand. The Euro Village opens on the 4th of May in, right. in Lisbon. Uh, the Euro Club opens on the 6th of May. The Blue Carpet, I don't know why they have a Blue Carpet Ceremony, at MAAT, we don't know what that is. That's on the 6th of May as well. Mm-hmm. There's the welcome reception opening ceremony of the whole event on the 6th of May. It's worse than the Olympics, this. <laughs> on the 7th of May, the very next day, is semi-final one, the jury show. Right. Uh, on the 8th of May is semi-final one, the family show. Uh-huh. Uh, hang on. on the, and then later on the 8th of May is the actual live broadcast for the first semi-final. So it's on three times before. It's on twice before it's then televised. So it's a family one. Obviously, they don't allow the children the I am the real often amazed that singers still have a voice by the time they, they do the, the actual live This is crazy contest, because then yeah. the next semi-final, semi-final two, the jury show is on the 9th. That happens with the Wednesday. So, what's then, the, so the jury show is they get a few points beforehand. Is that well, the that's deal? where they make the decision. The jury makes the decision, not from our shows, but from the jury show that they watch. Right. So without them, I think there's still an audience, but it's obviously just not telecast. And it's used to get all the camera angles and things <laughs> right, isn't it? Right, okay. So then they do a family show, which is basically another rehearsal, but mm-hmm. it's for families during the day, which is on the 10th. Then the evening is semi-final two. Right. And then they do the same three things again. The, the grand final on the Friday night is for juries. For them to make the decision, then there's a Saturday afternoon one, yeah, where the families can go, and then there's a live broadcast on the Saturday night. It's a lot of work, isn't it? I tell you, load of work. Who knew? 
and it so. is so choreographed as you say all for camera and all that all sort that of stuff I mean yeah. wow I remember well, when it was Taylor Wogan in Arrogate. Absolutely. So, shall we play a couple of tracks? Let's. Because these are two I know. One, because this is um, Suri. This is our entry yes. for this I year. I like this. I've heard Do this. You? This yeah. is Storm. And then after that, we're going to play Finland's entry, which is Sarah Alto, who was on the uh, X Factor. Oh. Sarah Alto and the Monsters. Okay, there you are. <laughs> I know I am so pretty horrendous. Your vision not far away. Not, it's a couple of weeks away. Okay, then. But I'm going to miss it. I'm not going to be yeah. here. I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you can do this. I'll be in Toronto. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Such, it? such a you lucky person. Because Toronto, Canada aren't part of it yet, are they? No, I'm sure they are. Yes. I'm sure it's <laughs> only moments away. Any yeah. any any member of the Commonwealth just come in yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. just, just new, be part of your vision. That'll be it. We'll have to leave Eurovision Song Contest and have a Commonwealth Song Contest. And there you go. Well, that should be interesting, shouldn't it? Now that Charlie Boy is still going to be in charge, mm, isn't he? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, only oh, because oh. Peter Tatchell was outside the uh, the conference. Um, Strange that for people yeah. to Well, you know, saying no, they're not LGBT good. And, rights and need to yes. be uh, considered in And Tom Daly did a uh, piece about uh, rights in the uh, Commonwealth. Yeah, good for him. Uh, yeah, no, no, really him. good. He is he's good. For, he is turning into, because uh, he's, well, his partner is very political, isn't yeah. he? He's always been around yeah. Harvey Milstow, and he's turned into a very upstanding political man, a really good role model, I think, actually. I, I agree with you. Totally you know, agree And still, you. you'd think, you know, there is that gone, gone off the rails got married come out do all that thing oh, yeah. you know I'm not really concentrating on the diving but he's still doing really really well on the diving as well indeed yeah really, really absolutely um, talking of good role models I was Thanks. this time exactly this time two weeks ago didn't get a badge though I, I? I was going off oh one of these days <laughs> I was going off to uh, host the Q&A for oh, yes. that um section 28 film at the history museum it was at the people's yeah. history museum with Ed yeah. Webbing Ingle, Web Ingle, Web Ingle. 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 Yeah. Web, he was Web very Ingle. good, very yep. good. He looked, and was it good, dude? Was very it good dude? Well, what I was going to say about good role models was it was good, dude, and there were loads of young people from the Proud Trust. Oh, we love the um, Proud Trust. Who, uh, I'm who, still falling who out of a plane up, for them in a, in a couple of I, months. I believe so. We'll keep talking about it. Who who gave up some really good ideas and uh, and and the whole experience of stuff and how we need to to develop change. But they were they were very very impressive, and you can support the proud the proud trust. Easy I for you say, to say. I know exactly the proud trust. Do you want my team here in Levenzim? If you're right, Levenzim. On the 17th of, uh, of May, at Idaho the, Day. At the Station Hop yeah. uh, Bar, which is on the A6, um, very close to where the old NatWest Bank was, if yeah. you know where the A6 yeah. is, of course, uh, in the centre of uh, Levy. And uh, Thursday, the 17th of May, from 7.30, raising funds for the Proud Trust. You can get tickets via Eventbrite, which is... Uh, she does like to use tiny URL, does... Um, Ali. Alihambri. Alihambri. Mm-hmm. Uh, tinyurl.com slash hop 17 May. I'm sure there'll be lots of uh, stuff to search for and there'll be events and things. I'm trying, that's the poster. Let me just see. And I've got it. I'm working that night, right, so, so I won't be there, but uh, I hope it's great. You decorate, to recognise the day when homosexuality is removed from the World Health Organisation list of mental diseases. And, and of course this year we're looking at building funds for the rebuild of Manchester's LGBT plus centre which there's an event coming up for they've just been awarded £800,000 by the lottery right. one of the lottery appeals to, to help with the rebuild of the uh, premises which is what the, I'm doing the money raising money for but if you can get down to this one as well on the uh, 17th of May I think I might be in that there London 
but okay. I'll see if I can get along. Let me have a look Okay, well, coming up soon, yes. we do uh, have Professor Julie Fish Marvellous. talking about LGB cancer and uh, her research. So in the meantime, we're going to play a little bit of, well, a little bit, six minutes, 33 seconds of Bonnie <laughs> Tyler. Oh, there she goes. Uh, total Eclipse of the Heart. Should we not let it go for another 20 minutes? Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks. See you. Bye. Right, brilliant stuff. <laughs> that gone. was, of course, Bonnie Tyler. Um, and we're here on the All Out Radio Show. We've got a guest. Yeah, we have. Another telephone guest. Well, you may remember, uh, last November, we had uh, this guest on the show talking about research around cancer and um, LGBT people. And uh, I'm glad to say she's back on because the, the research has now been published. So, hello, uh, Professor Julie Fish. Hello, Claire. It's really nice to talk to you again. I'm and really you. excited to talk to you. Fantastic. So the research is now is now out and about then, yeah? Yes. Um, I was really pleased because Morris in Manchester um, has got a web- WordPress website. So um, I've tweeted it this morning. So if anybody wants to get a copy of the report, it's, um, it's called More Than a Diagnosis. And it's on the Macmillan um, WordPress site. And I was really um, pleased as well because um, Lord Cashman, I don't know if you know Michael Cashman. Indeed, yeah. Um, his partner died um, of cancer a couple of years ago and he wrote the foreword to the report. I had a, I had a look saying, at it, yeah. Saying just how important it is and how important that the NHS knows about um, LGBT people in um in the health service and takes recognition of them. So just remind us what the original research was into before you then tell us what you've discovered. What were, we, what were we looking for or looking at? Um, I, I wanted to know um, what people's experiences of cancer care were. So there'd been a, a study, um, so it was just a survey where you just tick boxes, and it said that... Um, lesbian, gay and bisexual people were more likely to say that they were treated as a set of cancer symptoms rather than as a whole person and that they um, weren't treated with their human rights and dignity. And so what I wanted to understand was why that was the case, why they felt that, and understanding why they might have reported those things, what could we possibly do to make things better? Brilliant stuff. And so, what uh, overall? What have you found? Good things or bad things? Um, um, I th- I, well, I think I think a mix of both. Um, I think one of the things is is that sometimes if you've got a condition like cancer, but I think it's probably also true of other long-term conditions. We think, oh, well, what has got, being LGB got to do with me having cancer? You know, it's a condition. It's got biological roots and so on. I just need treatment to get better. And that's what we focus on. We focus on the thing that it's, that's wrong, it's a medical problem, and it's got nothing to do with who I am as a person. But I think in, on top of that, if you're able to be who you really are, the, your authentic self in healthcare settings, your, your team, your doctors, nurses, and other healthcare assistants and so on, can help support your your recovery. So um, in the research, because um, I think one of the things that we think nowadays is that everybody is out in all settings and at all times. Yeah. And um, we know from other research that 
um, lesbian and gay bisexual people are more likely to be out to their GP than they are out in hospital settings. So what are people's experiences? And there were just experiences, for example, where um, a consultant refused to acknowledge somebody's partner or they described their partner as, oh, this, oh, is this your brother or your friend or your father even? Um, and it's that invalidating your relationship and you kind of feel like, well, if I can't talk about that, I can't be the whole me. Um, and, um, and, and people want to kind of be treated, be recognized as a whole person in order to promote their recovery. Um, so there were other instances like, um, a woman went, um, to have her, um, a biopsy and she went with her partner and they're sitting in the consultant's office and he pulled the curtain and shut her partner out of the, um, of, of that. Um, investigation and so she felt that again you know the 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 kind of the attitude was oh your sisters you 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 and literally you know you kind of think about the closet door it was the curtain that was being pulled across to shut her out and so if 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 LGB people themselves understand how important it is if they want to be out in healthcare settings what what benefits then there might be but also understanding from the point of view of the healthcare professional about um what benefits there are for them in understanding that somebody is um lesbian gay or bisexual yeah because i think for, for a lot of people particularly yourself you go to a long for myself you go along to an event or a place and you think oh no I'd, introducing that into the equation makes you know makes life and adds another layer of complication, and I don't want that, That's so I'm just right. going to keep quiet. But actually, you're saying if everybody knows, be if you're yourself, you're going to get a better experience of the healthcare environment and your treatment anyway. Yeah, oh, that's absolutely right. So it's a, it's a kind of another layer or another kind of thing to worry about, and and what you're focusing on is, you know, staying alive, getting the best possible treatment. And sometimes if you're not, you're not getting the vibe from the doctor or the nurse that it's okay to come out, it adds another kind of thing to worry about that you don't need to be worrying about at that time. Yeah, absolutely. If, and I think also, I think doctors kind of think, well, if somebody wants to come out, then it's their responsibility and they'll tell us they want to, and they don't want to be intrusive. Um, whereas for the LGB person, they're kind of thinking, well, do they think that, you know, there's always that thing around well, heterosexuals don't need to come out so would they be thinking that if I came out are they thinking that I'm you know introducing something that's not relevant um, and all of that those kind of facts so that all of this is going through through people's minds as they're sitting in that yeah. consultation room and they make the decision okay I'm, I'm not going to come out because they can't um, ask you can they can't go uh, you know these difficulties you don't want to upset someone by asking them a question that's wrong so you know assuming someone's gay or is just as you know is as bad as so assuming someone's straight so it's often easy for you to have to say it isn't it then really and then put the world level i suppose do you think yeah, yeah i mean i mean there are ways in which you can you can facilitate it as a healthcare professional so you could ask instead of is this your brother or your sister you could ask 
oh, could you could you introduce us or yeah. um, uh, could you tell me who this is? Um, you know, so it's an open question rather than one that's kind mm. of full of assumptions. Yes. Um, and, and people quite often talked about the ordinariness. So some of the things that they they kind of um, they talked about that they valued was um, a, in a, a nurse said um, to one of the participants, but when you get home tonight, your so it's a woman with breast cancer, your wife will make you a cup of Ovaltine. And so it was just a kind of an ordinary kind of validation of, of people's experiences rather than, it's not a big deal, but people aren't wanting, you know, kind of lots of intrusive questions or lots of discussions about it. It's just not just okay you say it and then nothing there's no kind of acknowledgement of having said that so they want validation which can literally just be thanks for telling me that that's really important or you know some other recognition of, of somebody having come out and understanding how difficult that can be certainly in a hospital setting where you're feeling vulnerable anyway it's a hierarchical relationship you're going in feeling powerless anyway for somebody to acknowledge that that's mm-hmm. kind of a really positive thing yeah yeah so what are the recommendations that you're going to put forward um well we're recommending um an, a kind of an, a range of things that would kind of take um just make it easier so um, I, th- I think quite often people said you know when they go into an environment they want some visual clues that um being lgb is accepted so i mean it could be just something simple like somebody wearing um, a rainbow bracelet or an equal opportunities policy or a rainbow flag as you go into the the, the area um, it could be around um, staff understanding what support there is out, you know, in Manchester and some of that, one of the hospitals that we recruited from was in Manchester, just um, that staff at the hospital would know what support there is in Manchester to support people, um, LGBT people with cancer so that they could refer people on. And they could also think about undertaking some training so that people, one of the things, reasons that people don't ask is, is that they feel uncomfortable, they don't know how to ask, they, they're worried about asking a private or personal question. And so that's what stops them. But if they realise that, you know, this isn't a difficult thing to do, um, then kind of, you know, it, 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 you're not making it sensitive, you're not making it... Um, a big thing, all of these would, would kind of help. Um, I think for the General Medical Council, it would be really helpful um, if, if there were more inclusion on the um, qualifying curricula, so on um, in medical and nursing um, programmes at universities, mm-hmm. if they used case studies and had discussion that was relevant to wider LGBT communities. Because people quite often say that there's like just one single day of training in the whole of the five-year programme. Yeah, and it needs to, it and needs to keep also, going. Pardon? It needs to kind of keep you know, going. It needs to be an ongoing process, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, um, and, yeah, there's a range of things that people can do. OK. Well, I, I've, I've had a look through the research. Uh, it's excellent. Well done on it. So just remind us how people can get hold of it then, Julie. 
Um, the, the easiest way is to follow all that radio show. It is. You're dead right there. <laughs> you charmer. And to, and, to, and to find it on the tweet, because I, I tweeted it this morning. Fantastic. So it's a really easy way of finding it. Thank you very much. I know you're in a meeting and you've come out uh, especially to, to be on air with us. So thanks very much. Well done on the research. And uh, let us know what you're doing in the future. Thank you, Claire. Nice really one. appreciate it. Okay. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Irene Cara. Irene Cara. Irene Cara. That was kind of a request. Yes. You know you abandoned me last show and ran off early. Oh, that's right. I had to go early. You had to go early. So you got a So I played Fame, Irene Cara. And then the phone's ringing, so I was doing a bit. Then I did a bit of Kids from Fame. Yeah. I love a bit of Star Maker. And we got a phone call from a very nice gentleman going, loving the show. Could you play more Irene Cara? And I was like, I don't think there is. But there you go, found it. So that, I think that's the only one. So that was a okay. kind of well a request. So go. especially for the lovely man who phoned up towards the end of the show last time. Who liked it when I wasn't on. Liked yes. it when you weren't on. Is that the only reason I'm mentioning it? Meaning. Mm. Anyway, I've We're got a badge. <laughs> yeah, I've got a scratch. <laughs> I've got it's my fire service badge. I'm dead happy. The badge is not one of those, the pin is not a safety pin pin. You know, that just spring yeah, out and they're very yeah. solid. It's quite a loose waggly pin. Right. So I'll I've find that out. It. it will. Okay. So hopefully you, you don't get sepsis as well as me thank getting you. sepsis. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got to thank all our brilliant guests, Rosie uh, Garland, who's going to Rosie be on, on at Burnage Library. Burnage Library on Tom- Monday. Tomorrow, uh, Monday night. Yeah, 7.15. Uh, and to Jack Zephyong from the fire service. with the Oh, she was fab. Much bigger name than that, who are Even going to be raising flags all over back. Manchester on the 17th of May for uh, Idaho Day. And, uh, and of course, uh, also at Julie Station Fish. Hop. No, oh, the oh, Station Hop as well. On, yeah, uh, yeah. Thursday. Hopefully, I'll be there actually. I'm not in that there, London, oh, that okay. day. Right. So, uh, yeah, um, that's Don't down at the Station Don't let that put you off, people. <laughs> <laughs> but Claire, where, down. Where, where have you been? I'm working with uh, some, I'm doing recording with some young people. Recording with some young people? Yes, excellent stuff. So, oh, yeah, cool, good. brilliant. And what are you doing today, the rest of today? And today, <laughs> we've discussed <laughs> this off air. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit of gardening <laughs> with my gorgeous partner. Thank you very much. So you and Carol, go you there. and Carol spend the afternoon, afternoon <laughs> trimming your bush. Right, so how about we finish with a, a little bit of Elaine Page and Barbara Dixon Lovely. from 1985. Okay. Back when you were only 72 <laughs> uh, and I was only six months old okay. or something. Well, like it won't be in on the next show, so I'm really going to get my own back. No, we still uh, got to talk for another, 30, another minute well, yet. You you're not on the next show. You're on the next show. Okay. I'm, not, I'm away. So, so that's a real shame. I'm going to hopefully have two uh, lesbian councillors in who are councillors as in, uh, as in p- because it's politicos. Post, it post the election. election day. It'll yeah. be two days before. They're going to so be presenter friends. So do make sure you vote. Uh, these ward changes all over the place. I know my ward has changed. I'm now in Burnage. Yes, I'm now in Leventon, which always was. I might have to move. Yeah. Um, So now it's lovely. And so I voted. My postal votes arrived. I've got to post that back. Okay, very good. Uh, So yes, so get voting. Make sure you do. Yes. Indeed. Please do. Thanks for listening. Brilliant stuff. And uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Are we going to do all the words for this? Who are you going to be now? Are you Elaine or Barbara? Uh, I'll be Elaine. That's my wrong. Okay, I'll be be Barbara. Barbara. (laughs)